Welcome into the I-80 Club. It is a Sunday morning brunch edition following days and days of news. I'm Josh Peterson, of course, joined by Jack Mitchell. And because I think that Jack has been doing usual Sunday morning activities, I feel like he is going to learn about some news in real time. Jack, first of all, how are you? Well, I'm good. Yes, I've been, I've been, yes, I've been busy. I, the one, th- I have heard the, if it's the Wisconsin thing, my son told oh, me about Oh, you have heard? My son told me a half hour ago that that was a thing, but I don't know much detail about if it's actually true or anything. Okay, yeah. So, uh, according to a lot of reports, uh, and you know the way that they always describe it, Wisconsin is narrowing down their search, or Wisconsin is focused on, yada, yada, yada. But yeah, Luke Fickle and Wisconsin, it seems like they're having some conversations. And uh, stop me if you've heard this before, Jack, but there's a Board of Regents meeting sure. that's happening right yeah, now. Yeah, right. Private, or there will be at 4 o'clock <laughs> okay. today in Wisconsin. We all uh-huh. know that. That sounds fake. Yeah, tell yeah. me what that one comes up with. Uh, yeah. How will so we, that's what we got going on. How will Hi, we happy feel? Sunday. How will we all feel if that happens? I mean, okay. Sad if at least for the fact that that is a much better hire than than going with the a completely inexperienced coach, right? Mm-hmm. The, I mean, mm-hmm. the, a bottom line, that's uh, Jim Leonard is preferable to me coaching Wisconsin to Luke Fickle as a Nebraska fan. So by far, by far, up. that doesn't even incorporate, um, you know, the the fear of having missed out on Luke Fickle. Yep, that that yep. part alone. I will also acknowledge Luke Fickle was um, only behind the lane train in people that I wanted, and I think that was probably the case for, I don't know if everybody, but probably at least half or more of of the people who are listening in this today and will listen to this going forward. So, uh, and I don't know. And, and, and what I want to know, Josh, is if this comes to fruition. Well, if it comes to fruition, was Wisconsin always something he would do and, and Nebraska wouldn't have? Did Nebraska approach and, and try with him? Did that never happen? Were they so focused on rule? I mean, I've got scads of questions about this whole thing. And I don't mean to, to take a crap on the rule parade when it's just getting started. But I really want to fickle. So no, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's so funny. I already had a family member reach out to me, like, "Oh man, could they have gotten Luke Fickle? You know, is this going to happen?" Blah yeah. blah blah. And look, look, Fickle was always my number one as well. Uh, so I'm not going to pretend like this wouldn't be a huge bummer. I, I I'll be honest though, man. I think I am viewing this as the bigger bummer from the perspective that it would have been a lot more fun for Nebraska to go against Jim Leonard then yeah, uh, I'm sad that Nebraska doesn't yeah. have Luke Fickle as their head coach. That's how I am personally going to do yeah, it. Yeah, there's two fronts of this. Yes, there there are those two fronts of this, very much so. Um, but I don't know. Like, the timing on the we, – we thought that they posted the job uh, whenever it was last Friday or Saturday or Sunday. I guess that would have been after they beat Nebraska. They posted the job. And we all kind of assumed that meant that was the clincher for Leonard. Plus – Yes. The, the, plus, the players were being like super outspoken about Leonard being the guy, right? Yep. Um And, but and- you, how much? How much of this? By the way, Jack, I just posted it in the chat. Tom Oates, who covers Wisconsin for the Wisconsin State Journal, oh he says source gosh. close to Wisconsin football oh confirmed that Badgers God. will name him as their head coach. And they plan trying, to announce it today. Uh, I'm trying not to do this, Josh. Oh come on! Uh, Don't be a negative no, boy. Uh, but but Jack, uh, how much? How much of this no. is? How much of this is losing them losing to Minnesota and another listless effort from the Badgers? You know, like I, I'm with you after last week when they posted the job, I thought, okay, well, it's it's done. Because yeah. I for for weeks I was saying I didn't think that it was going like that it was Jim Jim Leonard for sure. And I remember John and I debated this a lot on the show. And then I've, I'm so pissed, you know, because Riss is like, I'm going to be gloating. And, yeah, she has been, you know, gloating for a while about She just has continued to say, I don't understand why, why they would do this. You know, it's a stupid move. And I agree. Like, the, the, my disagreement was never that it's a stupid move. It just seems like, okay, well, that's, I guess, what they want to do now moving forward. But I, you, you wonder how much of the last month and them just losing some, I mean, real stink bombs. The Iowa game, horrible. And then yesterday versus Minnesota, I didn't. I'm not gonna pretend like I watched the whole game, but didn't look very good in doing so. And you know, like, is this really what you want to do? Moments before USC and UCLA join the league, moments before divisions disappear, that you want to give this job a job with a pretty high ceiling, as we've seen in the last decade plus. You want to give this job 
to a first-time head coach we had doesn't the conversation really seem here. like a smart move. Yeah, we had the conversation here with Mickey, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah, uh, and I get why they feel that way. I totally get why they why they feel that way. But there was just always something different that there's always some thought that Leonard was more I don't know more fit to do it than Mickey would be from the beginning, right? Uh, I yeah. had that in my head at least. And he ended up, you know, having a few up. I mean, in the end, would you say his, his Leonard's short resume as interim was somewhat similar to Mickey's? I mean, like, yeah, yeah cu- I would say. I mean, when we got the, the Nebraska got the Iowa win. Uh, Wisconsin got who did they? Did they beat Purdue pretty yeah, good. Yeah, um, I'm looking it up real fast. So Jim Leonard took over for the last seven games. So they beat here here are the wins that he had. Northwestern, Purdue, Maryland, and Nebraska. I mean, they beat Purdue. Purdue they beat the Big Ten West yeah. champ. That's the certainly the best. Which, Otherwise, though, they lost Jack. Eh. They they looked well, I guess let's see. No, uh, uh Chris would have still been their head coach for Illinois. They, they lost, lost in double O T versus a bad Michigan State team. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I mean you lose to two of your biggest rivals at Iowa, twenty four to ten. And then yesterday at home versus Minnesota twenty three to sixteen. So like he, he doesn't really have one it was similar. outside of Purdue. No real good I, wins. He beat Mickey, obviously. He beat Mickey Quote, for sure. Beat him, but um, but they they had very similar. I mean, it, comparable resumes as interim head mm-hmm. coaches, right? And yeah. and we at, at least in this place, the vast majority of us, with a few exceptions, said you know he just Mickey would have had to dazzle, um, and it would have been very hard for him to do. And I think we pretty much agreed that he didn't. Maybe that's just where it was with Leonard, but for whatever reason, you still got the sense that that fan base, that that team, that that university was still more more sold on him than we were in here for Mickey. I got that sense. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe it was wrong. Maybe that sense was wrong from the beginning, um, or maybe and, and and there's also the Alvarez factor, and and how that factored into this whole thing as well. Yeah, but. Fascinating. Absolutely. Hate, I'm just going to be honest. I hate the idea of Wisconsin having Fickle. No, me Regard- too, man. He's I mean, a good I coach. hate it. I hate it. And you know what? Iowa and Wisconsin are looked like they were both on such a downward trajectory right now. Like, su- like yeah, something yeah. where they both have a downward momentum, uh, arrow down for both of them in my mind right now. Agree? Yeah. Like, Yo, by far, man. This like That's why this. if they would have gone with him, with Leonard, I think that you could have said, "Okay, let's. Good luck. He's gonna have to figure out the game a little bit. He's gonna have to figure out being a head coach over the next couple of years, and and it, it allows you to to maybe make up a, a bit more ground if if you know uh, Matt Rule can get things going a, a little quicker. Now they're gonna bring in a coach who is certainly has a ton of experience, who knows this part of the country. I know he's only coached in Ohio, but he knows this part of the country. He knows the conference. Yep. He's coached in the Big Ten, um, and and he's gonna enter into into a situation." And a school that's good. I mean, Wisconsin's a good school, and so yeah, yeah. this sucks. I'm going to put out a poll question because I want I want to know if people are more disappointed because he was number one on their big board, or more disappointed because they really wanted Jim Leonard right. to be the guy, so they would go against a lesser coach. I wonder, what, you know, weighing it out for a Nebraska fan, how they what best describes their feeling right now. Right. And I'm trying. I'm listen. I'm trying to keep the positivity about, and maybe Fickle just wasn't ever an option. Was never an option for yeah, Nebraska. I think, yeah, I think he might have been. <laughs> wow, more... I thought that I was going to hop on with you and you were going to be pumped today, and now it's already into sadness. Uh... Sadness. What, okay, what is it? Why do we have genetics tweets here? What's going on here? Somebody, I got to take my glasses off. Old man needs to read that. Um, is this a tweet just from now? Uh, Eleven. Oh, it is from yeah, two from, minutes yeah, from ago. Two minutes ago. Um, he's not gonna leave. He's he not would, gonna go to. Wait, th- he would Lord. leave for Auburn. I thought he. I thought didn't. No, sit. no. He's saying James Franklin goes oh, to Auburn gotcha, and then gotcha, Matt, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, they will not get Matt Rule. That's not how it works. Yeah, if, no if, way. If the contract is signed. <laughs> yeah, no way. That's not how it works. Uh, I know. Yes, I will admit. Listen, Rule very much could work. So I will absolutely admit my biggest disappointment right now is that I think Wisconsin and Iowa were both legitimately trending down. Um, even more yeah. than they were. I, f- I started thinking about that during the Iowa game. Like, y- y- that game was going on, and, like, you're an Iowa fan at that point. Like, what? You're you're getting beat by this Nebraska team. Um, y- you've got – I mean, like, what is there to get super excited about in the future? And they've been, they've been so good against their rivals. I will admit that. They've beaten Minnesota, Iowa State, Nebraska, um, Wisconsin some of the time as well. 
And so it's not that I'm pooping on, you know, what Ference has done there. They've had their moment, but it does feel like they're sort of at a time where everybody's kind of moving ahead and they're starting to fall behind at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I felt that, and you and I talked about it before Minnesota too, Josh, or excuse me, before Wisconsin, that it just felt like that program was teetering a little bit um, yep. in a lot of ways. And it feels like this puts a huge solid foundation under them. Dude, it, it felt like both programs were teetering. And, you know, I mean, Nebraska certainly has been teetering a whole lot over the last, you know, however long. But it, it, I look, I think given that they just beat Iowa, that a really bad Nebraska team beat an Iowa team that was a win away from going to the Big Ten championship game. And, I, you know, look, they're bad and they're in a bad spot. But, like, that, I, I think that that only reinforces how poor of a program Iowa kind of finds themselves to be right now where they have this great defensive and special teams foundation. And it's yeah. hilarious that the special teams biffed it multiple times on Friday and so did their defense. <laughs> but like, that game was you know, so they, awesome. <laughs> oh, it was great. I'm with you, man. Like uh, they never... are, they find themselves in a very precarious situation. And I think ultimately, and, and I think we can shift this to Wisconsin too. Like the best thing that I think that could happen to Nebraska would have been for Iowa and Wisconsin to remain a bit stagnant maybe in how they're operating. The best thing that can happen with Iowa is that they decide to run it back with Ferentz. And I'm talking about Brian, not Kurt. And and the best thing that could have happened with Wisconsin would have been them running it back with Jim Leonard. 100%. um, Because it allows them maybe to to rest on their laurels just a little bit more um, than they should. And so props – look, in all seriousness, props to Wisconsin for recognizing like – this is not going to be good enough for us. Jim Leonard is not good enough for us. They're they're making, in my opinion, the right move. Let's see if yeah. Iowa decides to make the right move. Yeah. You think we would have maybe heard something by now about that if they're mm-hmm. going to? I mean, well, he'll clean out his assistants, I guess, right? How can he not? How can he yeah. not, Ference, make huge assistance changes at this point? Yeah. He's got yeah. to. Um, but whatever. Oh, my gosh. Look at Greg Smith. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one who does that. Yeah, right. Good job, Greg. I don't even know who Greg mm-hmm. is. I mean, I know who he is. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I've never met. Person. I've never met Greg. I've never met him personally, though. Yeah, Ryan, I think Kirk has to. Fi- he's got to fire his son, I would think. I hope he doesn't. I hope he gives him a raise and an extension. I yeah. Love- yeah. I- what that what they were doing is not going to. I get it. They were winning games in crazy ways. They had pride in it. I get why they had pride in it. I, that ain't gonna work. That that is just is what they were doing is not sustainable, whatsoever, uh, in my opinion. They've got to make changes. As did yeah. Nebraska, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, for sure. As, for sure. As, That's as, why again, you hope that Wisconsin or you hope that that Iowa, you know, and that 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 Ference is just so arrogant. That yeah. he decides not to Do make it. any changes, like you that's what, what, and that's kind of like that's where I thought Wisconsin was going to be, man. That's why I I was just like, no, it, you know, after last week, after they posted the job, it just seemed like they had decided on Leonard, and I I disagreed with the decision, but I just thought, okay, they're going to be that arrogant, and they're going to think that they can give the job to a coach that has only spent time under the guy they just fired. Right. You know, right. this isn't a Mickey Joseph equivalent where he had been an outsider and joined in and 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 had different ideas because he's worked and, for different coaches. And Jim so- Leonard, I'm sure he has his own ideas and has his own designs on being a head coach. But he's only learned from one dude, and that's the dude he just fired. Props to prop again, props to Wisconsin maybe for not being as arrogant as, as I thought they were going to be yeah. not even an hour ago. I, I thought out Al, right, I thought out Al, Leonard was I assume Leonard uh, was Alvarez's guys. Uh, guy and the it, yeah. you know, you know, kind of like the Tom Osborne thing, right? The Tom mm-hmm. Osborne effect. And wanting to go a different way was like the new school and the new athletic director and the new administration there. So did Alvarez lose out in this whole thing? Like was yeah, this yeah, just a that's big That's a great question. Who who lost out who lost out in this battle for power? You know? Yeah. Was it the Alvarez faction? You know, was it what like what faction was it? That's you know yeah, that's pretty interesting. By the way, Huskers for MU throws out an idea that I've seen a lot today. It says hire Leonard to run the D and Brian to coach the O line. I yes. want to focus just on the first part, yeah. like what Jim Leonard now wants. I think is going to be pretty interesting because yes. I am I am in the boat with others. Like I've seen Robbie Lula debating uh, it on Twitter a little bit this morning. I am in the boat with him that says if I'm Leonard, I'm getting the hell out of Dodge. Like I do not want to be there. You thought you were going to be the head coach. I imagine he had assurances that he was going to be the head coach. The, the, like as as Awkward as I think it could be if Mickey Joseph remains with Nebraska. Why is that different? I would multiply that by a lot. Why? With Jim why do you say that? Why do you feel that? That's I'm not disagreeing, but I'm curious. With Leonard? Like, yeah. Why is Leonard different than Mickey in that scenario? Because I assume you think Mickey staying is is tenable. 
yeah, more tenable, I think, than Jim Leonard. I just, I just think like he thought he was going to be the guy. You know, he got he got the the chance to be interim to to like to make sure that he was was good. Like I guess the way that I described it before was I think Mickey had to prove to Trev why he should be the guy. Whereas yeah. I think Jim Leonard had to prove to as the athletic director why he shouldn't be the guy. And sadly for him, he did the latter. And so I just I don't think I don't think that that again, I don't think it's tenable. Joe makes a good um, point get, too. Joe that he was the heir apparent for a while. Like it was Yes, the, exactly. It, yeah, he was yeah. They, That's a good dude, point. Dude, they fought they fired Christ to to essentially give him the job. And now he didn't get the job. And by the way, I'm with Josh. I don't think Mickey Good Joseph point. is on Nebraska's staff next year. I don't. I don't oh, think really? he's going to be at Nebraska anymore. Yeah, that's there is no inside information. I've okay. not talked to anybody about that. I just I don't think that he's going to be on the staff Man, anymore. I, I had the feeling when they pushed that when they waited a while to do the presser, I thought they were going to try and make that happen so they could say it at the presser. That was, and look, I mean, maybe they could. They got reaction. you know they have another 24 hours. That was my so. gut reaction, but it may not be. Um, and and that'll be tough. That that will be tough for a lot of people. If it's yeah. not, but it also is, it, it's going to be tough if Leonard, Leonard leaves Wisconsin as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, and now Arizona State has their coach. So those two yeah, guys can't he's go like, for dude, that Dude, he's one. younger than me. He's 32 he's years shocking. old. He's 13 years, 14 years younger than me. 13 years younger than me. Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. That is super crazy. Young. That's super crazy. Um, yeah. Wow. This is, man, the, the, the Big Ten. Wow, I didn't think it was going to be all Wisconsin talk, but it's hard not no. to it's hard not to now envision the new era, you know, I say Big 10 West, but assuming it won't even be divisions, the new whatever pods or or whatever it is where you now have um, you know, Fickle, Matt Rule, Lincoln Riley, <laughs> Chip Kelly, um <laughs> uh PJ Fleck, yeah, uh, all on those quote-unquote West teams. Um and and yeah, if you're Iowa trying to trying to keep up in that thing, man, that's going to be tough. If you're Northwestern trying to keep up in that thing, man, yeah. Northwestern well, and, and, never had that moment. That, of course, against Nebraska, but other than that, you know, you always expect this plucky Northwestern team that I make fun of all the time to have a game where they're like, oh, here they are, winning on sheer, you know, will and and embodying their coach. It never happened this year. At all. Yeah, you wonder you wonder so I don't know if you've seen the the report, Jack. A couple things. First of all, I, I know I have to imagine you saw the David Shaw news. So he yes, resigns. I did see that. You know, yeah. and, and you wonder you wonder if, if Fitzgerald looks at himself in a similar way and says, you know, how can I succeed in this era? Can am I the right guy? He obviously cares about Northwestern just like David Shaw cared about Stanford or cares about Stanford. And so does he look at it? From that perspective as well. Did you see, by the way, did you see the Matt Rule contract stuff? Have you been busy? Uh, did, I haven't have seen, you seen anything that this morning. I haven't, uh, Nine mil a year for Matt Rule. Nine million for a year. All, for every year? For, for all every of year. the eight years? Eight years, Holy $72 crap. million. Dollars. Yeah, that Holy, was reported, I think, I by Rappaport. I did not expect that. Yeah, so some of that, some of that's the offset from you know the Carolina stuff. I think Nebraska is paying him like seven million a year, oh, and then okay, so that, Carolina okay. will pay the other two. But he still he's going to be making nine million a year. So like I, oh, I, I okay. say all well, that, that, to, that that explain that's part of what I was wondering. Okay, that I yeah, thought yeah, you meant. Yeah. So, I was like, why is Nebraska picking up nine in those first four years? That makes no sense. Okay. Yeah, and so they're paying him nine, and you wonder, or they're paying him seven. He's getting the other two, so he's getting nine in a year. You wonder what this is going to mean too for the assistant coaching pool. I mean that that thing has got to look really, really nice, and you have to imagine that that was a part of the negotiations in in recent days and weeks, as you know there was. It seemed like there was an on again, off again, uh, you know, play with with uh, Matt Rule. So, you know, and I saw another couple people ask, okay, so what, what is Luke Fickle going to get paid at Wisconsin? Jeez. I imagine we're going to be talking about a very similar number for him up there, a very similar number. Yeah. See, I thought – I had this theory that um, – well, I, which, which may be wrong. I, I have this theory with Rule, and maybe you can fill this in, Josh, because I've developed mm -hmm. this kind of just based on, on um, you know, kind of reading between the lines a little bit, but – so there obviously it sounds like was contact between Nebraska and Rule early, maybe on Regents, maybe right before Regents Day, mm, maybe, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, maybe, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and maybe they made an offer to him that day, mm, maybe, mm, maybe, maybe, uh, perhaps mm -hmm. that could, that would have necessitated in notifying the Regents, mm. and, and maybe, I'm maybe, maybe, maybe. Noise. Sorry about that. Um, and he rejected that. Is is from what I understand, some of the reports have said, and they came back, they continued to negotiate, and they got it done. What I assumed was that 
what I assumed about that after I kind of processed it all was that Nebraska was what that rule was rule has no reason to negotiate hard on anything except years five uh, five through eight. Okay, there's no I mean those are the those are the years years five through eight are the ones that impact him years one through one through four legitimately don't impact him financially from his salary perspective unless Nebraska's going to pay him twelve million dollars. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so what I thought, and I didn't know if Nebraska could get away with it, but I thought they might say, okay, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do kind of an escalating contract where you're getting six million years one through four, um, and then you're you're getting, you know, if, if if you know we haven't bought it out at that point, then you're getting eight million from nine million, whatever, in years five through eight, which I guess is kind of what you're saying, but I don't quite know why they would pay. The numbers you said were kind of are kind of odd to me a little bit, and that's what's look. That's just what's been reported. So we'll you know we'll find. Okay. I have to imagine we're going to find out the official details tomorrow. Like I'd pay you know, him before I'd, the press conference. Listen, I'd pay him six million dollars these first four years, and I know I say I, my eyes glaze over with money, but since the legal stuff is involved, I'm a little more in tune with it. I'd pay him mm-hmm. six million bucks these first four years, and because that's you're not six gonna, million a year. Yeah, six million a year. Yeah, for the first four years, escalated after that. Because he's getting, uh, if I'm understanding the Panthers' contract, he's getting ten million for ten million from four, for four years from them, right? Yeah, is that your understanding? I think so. Too? Yeah, I think so. So, anyway, anyhow, <laughs> crazy. What, Josh? Am I overplaying that card or what? I just, I, I it's what the lawyer part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're into it. You're, you're. That, that's your nerdy <laughs> forte. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just sit here and, and hang out and let you talk about it. Um, so that's factoring into the. In, in, into the the strategy, but I'll be interesting to hear the hear the details of of all of that. That's a lot. That's more than I thought. Regardless, regardless of how they, I love it, man. Regardless of how they it. rejigger those first four years, because I think yep. you could have saved money on those. But the bottom line, the interesting thing is, what is the last four years going to be? Um, and if yep. those are, what did you say, nine, nine, you nine? nine million? Because yeah, eight years, seventy two million bucks. Yeah, nine a year. Does I put him in the top ten in the nation it would be close i was trying to find the usa today coaches salaries uh and then i totally forgot to to look it up let me see if i can find it real fast uh let's see this is oh that's right i was trying to remember why i couldn't find it because they they put everything behind uh, a paywall now on usa today so uh I'll, i'll see if i can find it but yeah i mean it's it's they're definitely near the top 10 if they're not inside of the top it's 10 gotta be close uh, because i looked at it when i was looking at all the right yeah here it is here, stuff. Yeah. okay now this story is from NBCSports.com, and this is let's see, this is before this season started. Okay, okay so Jimbo this is Saban. Pure, I think this is this is pure salary. Saban number one at eleven point seven, Kirby two at eleven two five, Dabo three ten and a half, Lincoln Riley. Now this is estimated because USC is a private school. They say ten plus million. Brian Kelly nine and a half million fifth. Mel Tucker same, uh, Ryan Day same, and then David Shaw was eight point nine. So Nebraska is for now inside the top 10 in terms of what they are paying their head coach. Okay. But Lane's getting a raise, so that might Lane's be Lane's getting there. a raise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All those guys are getting raised. They'll be in that neighborhood. They'll be in the top 10 neighborhood. Yeah. You know, they will be in the top 10 You, you know, I'd kind of rather be here. I see Jordan just pointed out Mel Tucker. I'd kind of rather be here than having to, you know, going a little lower and then feeling like, oh, man, we got to, you know, we got to renegotiate this thing and give him more money later um, and then feel like you did something crazy and stupid then. Like Mel Tucker, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess Jimbo was like. Well, here, here's what's. Uh, let's just throw out a really fun scenario. What happens if Nebraska is like t- a ten and two team all of a sudden next year? Like, what what will we be talking about in terms of salary increases? Because you know Matt Rule's name will be on all sorts of lists if he started ten and two. Like, what would that mean for right. Trev? What would that mean for Nebraska? I also wonder too, Jack, about the buyout. You know, and I think Sam yes. McEwen tweeted about this that's, earlier. That's, what is the buyout from the Matt Rule perspective, right. not Nebraska? Yes. What is the because remember when Nebraska? This is so funny in hindsight when they hired Fred Hoiberg. Hoiberg's buyout, if he were to leave for an NBA team, was different than if he were to leave for a college team. It was crazy because at the time, the concern was, oh, he's going to go right back into the pros if he turns Nebraska around. What does the Matt Rule buyout entail if he were to leave? Because I have to imagine Nebraska is going to set themselves up for, you know, they they want to make sure that everything is safe. Yes, absolutely. They want to make sure everything is safe. Honestly, those are as important as the salary numbers, both of those. Yeah. Because they're... It's it's frankly I'm not trying to say Matt Rule isn't going to work out, but over an eight year period, it's probably more likely that goes 
one of those ways or as likely yeah. that he goes all eight years of that. And that's going to end up being the true terms of the contract. Re- real quick, back to the uh, Travis was asking, um, he, can you explain why you think from a legal perspective, why Nebraska wouldn't pay less those four years? And, and, and I said, that's kind of what I was saying. I was surprised with the numbers Josh had. And then he said, it seemed like you thought they had to market value. Why not pay him $1? Well, because rule would, they're not like, allowed to, well, it, they are allowed to rule. Well, Tepper would fight it, right? Like yeah, they yes, couldn't let me explain it. Let, let me explain yeah. it. Tepper wouldn't fight Nebraska. He'd sue rule. And he'd say yeah. to Rule, wait, you took a job where you're not making fair market value. You owe us $5 million. Because that's a part, Jack, yes. it, it, real quick, that's a part of NFL contracts, right? Like, that seems to be an NFL thing versus a college thing. For example, like when any. Bo— It could be on any of them. Yeah. Okay, because, like, I remember Bo not making a whole lot of money at his next job, and I think that he did that essentially to stick it to Nebraska, but there was nothing in the contract, in his old Nebraska contract, that required him to get paid— fair well, market value at his next gig. Whereas for Matt Rule, was, he is though. required to get paid fair market. If he is going to be a coach or, or whatever job equivalent, he has to get paid fair market value. So Nebraska that, couldn't have gotten away with paying contract. him a dollar. They could have, should, I think it was in both. I was tweeting about, I, we found the tweet the other day on here. I don't know if you were on here, but I tweeted about Bo, about what Youngstown State was saying, Bo, saying Bo, and I said, I bet Nebraska goes after him for that. I don't know what ended up happening with that. But I don't think they ever did. I don't. Yeah, I, don't know I, I thought that he was underpaid there, but maybe I'm wrong. He what? He took like it was like two, it was like a quarter of a million or something. I was going to say it was yeah. super cheap. Yeah, it was like quarter of a million, and of course he was mad. But anyway, back to the back to that. That's the answer to the question: is is that rule wouldn't. W- rule wouldn't be okay with that because he would get sued by the Panthers is the yes. answer because there is the Panthers obviously smartly in the contract. That's uh, you, you want, you want the guy, he's got to go out and get a job and mitigate, mitigate the damages or the, the damage. This normally comes up more in a wrongful employment suit, basically where you sue an employer, you got fired wrongly. So you get damages from them, but You've got to you've got to mitigate those damages. Meaning you can't just go sit on your couch for twenty years. After that, mm-hmm. you've got to try and find a similarly situated job and offset that against the damages that you get. They put that principle into private contracts. Is how that works. So anyway, that's kind of some boring stuff. Uh, lawyer stuff. Yeah, lawyer stuff. I'm glad I get to do some of it because I have an inactive. There you license. go. Yeah, you went to college I, for it. You I paid have, lots uh, of money for it. I have an inactive license that I pay 150 bucks for a year. So ah! that, hopefully, Travis, that made sense with uh, what what you were saying. Uh, okay, so all right, let's talk about let's talk about Matt Rule then. Let's talk yeah. about Matt Rule. We already. I mean, kinda... you're already disappointed. You want him fired already, but you <laughs> know, it. hopefully, stop. you get it. Hopefully, you get excited you by the time it. August rolls around. Yeah, don't, don't. Sorry, he's not don't fickle. Don't put this evil on me. I was very. <laughs> I, am, I am very excited for the Matt Rule era. I'm very excited that the Matt Rules era could open up with games against PJ Fleck and Deion Sanders. Uh, and then a few weeks later, Jim Harbaugh, and then Luke Fickle, apparently. Dude, it's it's nuts, isn't it? Isn't it crazy, the schedule that Nebraska begins with and the types of coaches that they're going to be going up against yes. in August next and September? Year, oh, my gosh. Next year, I hope it's not terrible because it could be so fun. And I don't, I'm not asking I'm not asking for 10-2 or whatever. But have it get a little better. Have, have there be some fun? Because, Josh— by the time July rolls around, we're gonna be so fired up. It's, I mean, it's oh, just, yeah. it sounds so freaking fun. Get that team. Get, I'm bummed that they. Can, I, honestly, I'm really bummed uh, that Trey Palmer that they didn't keep Trey Palmer. Um, I thought they had a good shot at doing that. They didn't, um, and I don't know what that means about Mickey. But you still have a new recruit that defense. Recruit that defense to come back, Josh. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you guys have you guys looked at that depth chart? You could bring back. A defense that turned out at the end of the year, I don't know if solid is overplaying my hand on what they were, um, but you bring back pretty much everybody who was good on that defense on uh, if well, you want to. Let me let me play devil's advocate to you just for a moment because you are the king of the Big Ten West sucks. So That's true. Was Nebraska's yeah, defense solid, or did they just get to go against a bunch of bad offenses? Um, I believe – well, okay, well – Outside of Michigan – First of all, I can I mean I can name names in terms of who is very solid. I or I will. Um mm-hmm. uh, 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 Garrett Nelson is very solid. You really need him to stay. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean it it would certainly not hurt. It wouldn't uh, hurt. I, I, I look, I was pretty pleasantly surprised cuz I thought that of all the 
like when Frost got fired, you know, I I mean, Garrett Nelson seemed like a true believer. So I, I was wondering, you know, what was going to happen with him. I think he has his issues, wow. but I think he definitely has his he's positives out as well. on I don't Garrett think he's like a, Nelson. I just emotion, don't think he's a great – I think he's super overrated. Of this team who's carrying the trophy. See, and that's and the thing. I just – I Josh yes, he's very emotional. He likes throwing out. the bones. Man, he made a lot of – Luke Reimer, very solid. Ernest Hausman, he's not leaving. Uh, in, you know, going to be a very solid player. You don't think Malcolm Hartzog is going to have opportunities to transfer all over the SEC this year? I didn't say what. No, I'm just I'm I'm asking I'm asking that like rhetorically. Do you think I don't know? Oh, you don't? Okay. Is he is he that is he that good? Like I thought he was solid. Like is he that good? Yeah, I, he'll I yeah I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Um, Interesting. It, you, and and me saying that was quoting. Schaefer from the Friday Husker tailgate. So, Interesting. and I kind of thought that too. Um, he's small. Yeah. All right. Well, Josh says uh, Mike Schaefer is wrong on that one. So, I didn't say it, that. I just, no, I'm other just surprised. Josh, other, just, oh, sorry, okay. This is confusing. Okay. I'm on the chat. I, I'm just surprised. I just didn't think he was like that well, well thought. Oh, okay. Of. Interesting. That's, that, yeah. He, he said there was, there's concern that there are a few players uh, that will get po if if there hadn't been a coach name this week, which there is now. That was the context of the discussion that there were a few players that would get poached there. So interesting. <laughs> That's my son who's doing that. Not <laughs> me. <laughs> which, I hate that game, so I know I would. I hate that game. Uh, here come the audio issues. Yeah, hopefully not. I hope we're good on that. Man, I didn't know you guys are out on. Wow, you and the chat out on the Nebraska defense, huh? I think they're solid. Jack, they're out. solid. I just don't wow. think they're as good as you, like, I don't know, man. Oh, like, I guess we I just, just lose we, them all then, huh? Every Jack, no, it's not that. It's like every week we talk about how bad the Big Ten is, and now you're like, yeah, the defense was really good against this bad Big Ten. So I just don't know. I'm just surprised that you feel this way about this group, given that they got to go against crappy yeah, offenses. Yeah, I think they did go against crappy offenses, but I also think the continuity of bringing back that many guys – uh, would be a significant uh, step ahead for next year. And yeah, if there are guys, if there are guys who aren't as good, you know, right? Okay, trim that fat, put them on the bench, whatever it is. I mean, you could certainly, you know, guys like Ty Robinson, Colton Feast, um, other starters that would come back, where you could question those sorts of things. But man, if you Look, would here's get- what, I guess here's what I'm saying. I think that they got. I think they squeezed out every every ounce of good play that they could with this group, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that. Uh, Bill Bush, of course, did a really, really, really good job in putting this together. I just like I they have they have to get better. They have to be more opportunistic. And I say that I know after a really great performance against Iowa in terms of takeaways. But I know what Iowa's offense is. I know what Wisconsin's offense is. I know what Minnesota's offense is. You know, they, honestly, the best performance of that stretch, oddly enough, might have been the Mi- Michigan game even though Michigan ended up scoring 30-plus. But I watched Michigan against Ohio State yesterday. I know how good that team can be. Yeah. So, I, I, I think, like, they, be- Nebraska's defense looked better against them than Ohio State's did. Gosh, that is so funny. They have a, sol- not, they have a solid base. It's not base. untrue either. <laughs> no, it's not. That's what I'm saying. That's It's really, really funny yeah. how much better Nebraska's defense okay, looks versus is making Michigan. Dillo, not you. D- Josh Dillo Dilo is making fun yeah. of me for the SEC thing on all these guys. Fine. All right, whatever. <laughs> Wait, when Hartzog tr- transfers and he's gone, it, you'll, he'll be happy then. That's great. A freshman cornerback, but my my position is if you could give me, if you could give me coming back both of those corners, uh, Newsom, Newsom, Hartzog, um, uh, you keep you keep all of those linebackers there. You get you keep Garrett Nelson there. I would I mean I would say that is in and then bring in whatever else you need around them. That's in such part of the thing I worry about is these transition years and. In the transition years, Rule has struggled in that first year, okay? He has. He He's struggled bottomed, a lot. He has bottomed out, man. But if you – that defense is not going to – that defense is not going to bottom out, okay? It, it, you're still facing some, you know, some okay offenses next year. That's an mm-hmm. absolutely serviceable de- defense in the Big Ten, okay? Yeah, to, for sure. To, to have for an sure. improvement. and Or you could go covered as bare in a lot of transitions that you have. Which is I'm saying, so get, I mean, you give me those six or seven guys back, I'll absolutely take that. But you wonder, you, you said something just now that I, I look forward to figuring out over the coming months, and that is like, why did he bottom out, and how can they avoid bottoming out in 2023? You know, I, I'm guessing that at some point in this offseason, and it might even be tomorrow at 1:30, I'm guessing Matt Rule's going to be asked about that. Like, why why do you think you have struggled so much in year one? 
And is there a way to mitigate those damages this season, this upcoming season, so you get off to a little bit stronger of a start? Just because, like, it's so easy for all of us to say, um, hey, Matt Rule, like, or, or, hey, you know, I'm okay with Nebraska getting off to a slow start, and I'm okay with, with things clicking into gear in years two and three and four. It's so easy to say that when it's November 27th and they're not going to play again for nine months. But, man, when that first loss comes around, everyone who's like, it's okay if they start off slow, they're, they're going to lose their minds because that's just how this stuff works. Guys, Casey Rogers transferred to Oregon last year. And, I, I mean, Oregon's not the SEC, but he transferred to Oregon last year. He was a pretty solid recruiting team and was an impact player for him the whole year. None of us were raving about Casey Rogers last year. No, so, we weren't. Yeah, But, I mean, how much of so, that was just I, again, purely hating Scott Frost I'm arguing, and also his defensive coach left? I'm arguing with the chat more than I'm arguing with you right now. Okay. So, um, yeah, and, and Baylor, and, and as it, people are pointing out on the chat, obviously, that Baylor thing was really, you know, with scholarships. Oh, it was heinous people, and toxic. With people who left. Like, he is going to be dealt. I mean, there's he, I, I don't know much about that Baylor roster that first year. But no matter what, he's going to have a, you know, a much – you know, more solid level of continuity, continuity, I should say, on Nebraska's roster than Baylor's for next year. On that mm-hmm. first year, right? Does that seem fair? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, DW says Nebraska isn't starting fast next year as an FYI. Going to at least be at least a seven-point dog in the first game. Yeah, I don't know. How do you – like, to me, it matters. It, it matters to me that there is improvement in year one that's fairly significant. Um, what does th- fairly significant mean to you? Um – I would say, get man, well, I mean. <laughs> Are you going to put a bowl on them right man, away? Yeah, they got to get to a bowl next year. Yeah. Wow, I, I mean, I'm not saying fire rule. If, I'm not saying fire rule if not, but, man, it's going it, to – the spirits are going to get down fast if this if – I'm this, just surprised you feel that way after, like, how bad things have been that it's going to – and, look, I don't think you're going to be in the minority. I think other people are going to agree with you. And I'm just like, wow, this team hasn't made man, one for six years, you, you better, know? J- to keep me in, like, some kind of a sane mood – yeah, I well, there, is there a level? Is a, there a lower level of improvement than making a bowl? Well, I'm, I'm just looking at it as a two-year project. I'm not so looking at this next as a one-year thing. Next year is complete, no expectations. Next year, is that for what me? You're yeah, wow. For, I mean, look, if they go one and eleven, wow. that'd be pretty bad. But yeah, I'm like Dang. Jack. It's a, it's it's they're like the worst Power Five program in the last six years. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna put on a, a bowl on year one. Who's their starting quarterback? You know, we don't even know that. I know we've just spent like five minutes talking about the defense, but if Casey Thompson leaves, they have no one in that quarterback room that I would want to go forward with. So they're going to have to bring in someone from the outside. How good is this player? They're obviously going to have to recruit some guys as well. Like it, the offensive line is in absolute shambles. That's still. true. Like they're not going to be able agree. to fix that overnight. Right. The, when I'm when I'm talking about the, the the you know glowingly about the defense, I've got the offensive line on the other side of that equation. Like how yeah, it's, do you? It's horrible. How, like that it's, seems like a long rebuild. Okay, a that much longer like rebuild. Long so that's why rebuild. that's why I'm not going to put you know I don't want to say bull game or bust because I know that's not what you're saying. But if they don't make a no. bull next year, I'm not going to be like, well, I don't know if this is the if this is the I right. I don't even know coach. that I'll be that way. I just. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you just I want just it. I know. Really, I get it. You want it. You want like, them to be good. I get it. I understand. I don't want to extend that streak one more year, and I don't think that's asking a lot. I really don't. Like, wasn't uh, Rutgers on the verge of getting bowl eligible this year? They ended up not. But, I mean, I don't think that's asking too much. I really don't. I think that is such incremental progress when when, when they should. I mean, doggone it. They got – you're not you're, – don't lose a Georgia Southern game this year. That's that's sure. a huge part of that, okay? So what is it? Northern Illinois and what's the other bye game? Um, uh, I don't remember. What it, I know obviously Colorado is the second game. Yeah, of the that, season. which I mean, as like bad that, as I mean, they like, are, Colorado I get de- in a bad spot. They're one and eleven. They went one and eleven this year. Okay, Louisiana uh, Tech. Like okay, La Tech. Okay. So even even say it's an uphill battle against Minnesota, and somebody correctly pointed out Minnesota is horrible on those Thursday night games historically. They'll let That's New Mex- They'll let New Mexico State be within a field goal five minutes left every year. Oh, for sure, game. for sure. Um, but I mean, Colorado, Louisiana. So you'll be favored against Colorado at this point, and who knows? Maybe Dion's if Dion's the coach, he's got them so up that they're working miracles there. But it is. I mean, I think saying three and one in those first four games. I mean, that's – they should. They absolutely should be 3-1. and one See, I, just, four, four I, I don't know why we can say that when they keep losing to all these group of five teams. Why should coach. they be anything? They got, they got oh. a new coach, and they, and we saw what happened when they changed 
when when they changed out with Mickey Joseph immediately and put him in a terrible position. It made an immediate impact. Yes, they ended up losing a few games, but you saw them in their last game against Iowa. I mean, that is a reasonable thought. Is three and one there, and then you got the conference after that. Three wins in the conference. I mean, come on, absolutely. Tough. Okay, Tough. I I feel stronger than I did at the beginning of this conversation about this. Well, you thing. always feel stronger than than I do in these discussions. But no, like, I, I, just... I, I I did a good job convincing myself. God, I'm so. <laughs> That's what crap. you do every week. Every Holy week crap. you're convincing so yourself persuasive. they're going to be fine. I'm every doing... week. I'm I'm strengthening my own position. The more I, talk I just don't about know how it. you can feel this good, like knowing the offensive line is trash, knowing that the quarterback situation again is like non-existent at this point in time. Who's going to be the wide receivers that they're throwing to? Who's who? Who's getting the carries? I mean, we've just spent all this time talking about all That's these fine. players returning or leaving. Look at the running back room because maybe the best player on the entire roster might be bouncing out of that. And I'm oh, talking about AJ Allen. Of and course. I put him so, in that group. I put him in that group. Oh, with he Hunt. is a must. He's must number get. one. They need that guy. He's number one. He's number one. Uh, yeah. And I do think we, we. This was this was the whole thing that came up. The discussion with Schaefer. I said, "Who are the five guys that you've got to recruit the hardest to stay on the team?" And AJ Allen was his number one. Um, and then he brought up um, brought up uh, Hartog after that, um, and then it was conversations. I think he brought up you know Trey Palmer, Casey Thompson, those kind of guys as well. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if Casey if they can get Casey back next year, um, man, I feel like even if he's, I feel like he's a pretty decent option for next year if they can get him to stay. Uh, uh, by uh, the way, because otherwise uh, don't you Rittenberg just go ahead. I was just going to say, Rittenberg just reported that Cincinnati has a team meeting set for 1 p.m., and they're in the Eastern time zone, so that's like 15 minutes away. Likely the chance for Luke Fickle to say goodbye to the Bearcat players. I have just, I have just, uh, the uh, Josh uh, Dion here, uh, I have now yeah. just gone, Hartog is my new favorite player. All-American. Uh, I know, this offseason is going to be hilarious. Hope he wins the, whatever, the, the DB award in his career, the greatest DB in Nebraska history. Or I hope he transfers to an SEC team. There you go. Yeah. Hey, if he does, you'd be right. So that'd be fun. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't really. I don't really want that either. Um, yeah, but you'd be right. So then you could rub it in. You could. You could make fun of but Josh. I'll, for I'm going to text so Schaefer and tell him he doesn't know what he's talking about either. Too. <laughs> <laughs> because I like to tell him that. Uh, just Ugh. real quick, let me go over the schedule just for fun. Can I do that? Okay. Uh, we talked sure. about this: Minnesota in Minneapolis, Colorado in Boulder. Okay. Then Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech. I say three and one out of that, uh, but whatever. Um, okay. Michigan and Lincoln, okay, uphill battle. Fair enough. I'll buy Good. that. I'm happy you acknowledge that. I'm not that unrealistic. Uh, Illinois and Champaign, that'll be interesting. Okay. Tough. Uh, Tough I don't game. know. Is, is Danny Sun still going to be there? That'll be interesting. Good question. Uh, Northwestern and Lincoln, okay. Look, that should be a win. I'll I'll say that. With okay. That well, that there's four, so we need two more. Purdue and Lincoln. Uh, Tough. Maybe is Aiden O'Connell still there next year? I don't change? think so. It seems like he's been their quarterback for like eight and is, years. And as uh, the Iowa transfer, is he gone to next year? Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, Michigan State and East Lansing. I mean, tough. They, maybe. Uh, Maryland tough. and Maryland Lincoln. Is Tua's brother still tough. there next year? I don't know. Mm, uh, he seems old. Wisconsin and Madison. Uh, tough. Uh, okay, I'll agree with that one. Now I will. And Good then uh, Iowa and Lincoln. Tough. It's a tough schedule. No, I was pointing down. Tough schedule. Very tough schedule. Danny's son is a package deal with Hartsock to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to Jack revisiting. Okay. Stu Maggi says, I look forward to Jack revisiting his predictions when he finds out Rule is retaining Rayola as a line coach. Stop. Oh, God. Stop. Okay. All right. I'm off the Rule bandwagon. I'm yeah, off it. I'm we don't off. think he's retaining Mickey. Goodness sakes. <laughs> Obviously, no. Rail is gone. Rail is gone. I think, I think there's only someone asked me. Oh, it was Riss yesterday. She asked me who, which coaches do you think are actually like going to be in consideration. I only think three coaches. I think three, and that might even be too high of a number. I think Mickey Joseph. I think Bill Bush, and I think Brian Applewhite. That's it. I'd yeah, be stunned if anyone else those, those even gets an opportunity. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Those are the three. And but I if think, I were to do an over-under, I would probably set the number at one and a half, and I would probably go under. I do not think that we're going to see them. They're, they're, they're not going to do it. This place, it needs to be torn down. They do not need to just keep guys just for the sake of keeping guys. So. Um, Man, it would be hard, but it would be hard to get rid of them all. Um, I, I just Would I, it, though? I mean, this is a really bad team. <laughs> you know? Let me explain. Really no, that's not team. what I'm saying. 
I'm 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 continuing to say what we we talked about. I think last time we were doing one of these shows where I think there's more importance to have some level of knowledge of the existing roster, at least from year one, year zero to year one, uh, than there's ever been with how it's set up with the transfer portal, with how the dates with recruiting are set up. Um, I think fewer and fewer times you're going to see things like Frost, what Frost did, which is completely bring everyone. You're going to have, and maybe it's just a token guy or two, but you're going to have that token guy or two who can help you understand the current roster and and move quickly, especially in the month of December. And maybe you can keep him around in December and get rid of him in January. I guess that's possible. Um, or maybe it's a Turner Gill situation with Bill Callahan. Um, I, I don't know. But you really think you need that, though? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I think. Because let me, let me argue against it. You have that guy in Trev Alberts. He's the guy who can help out with all of that type of stuff. Trev is going to tell you who, who who you need to m- recruit to make sure the transfer the, doesn't leave in the transfer market and where your position strength and lack of strength is. I mean, I think he could certainly recruiting. help, given he's a football guy. I mean, like, look, Brian Jeez. Applewhite, a, you know, he's only been on the staff for one year. Bill Bush, he's been on the staff, you know, as an advisor for a little bit longer. Right, and uh, Mickey year, Joseph is the same year thing. Of like, learning about this roster, it's roster. You know, I think you, I, I think Trev's pretty invested in that too. Man, the athletic department. I just don't think athletic- that is as as important, man. I I just don't think that like you have to you have to forsake early like a coaching staff. And I'm like I know we're kind of using these like real extreme examples right now, but it's just like to make sure that you're recruiting the right guys, you should keep coaches that maybe you don't want to for the sake of what a couple of years. Like oh, no, well, I'm not, I, I don't know. Also, I, would, I don't I know that he doesn't want to keep Mickey. I mean, he might want to. Sure, keep sure. Mickey. I'm just look my my Mickey opinion. I think is just based on the fact that. He was hoping he would get the job. He's not going to get the job, obviously. You know, I just and also Jack, the way he's talked lately, his son being up there with him at the uh, press conference on Friday, just I don't know, man. All of these you things right. seem like hey, things that are of a guy who's about and, to. If, leave. And by the way, if Mickey's gone, Applewhite's not staying. I mean, so they're they're like a package deal, in my opinion. Um, the, I don't think they'd keep Applewhite, but not Mickey. Um, I think Bush is a little bit of a unique situation, though. Because I think you could give him almost any job, probably, and he'd he'd stay and do it. And so you don't mm-hmm. you give him an analyst position or something like that, and he would probably stay and do it. To who? To Bush. To mm. I, think, I think Bush is a little bit of a different situation than Mickey or Applewhite because he's not going anywhere else. He's not. I mean, he said as much. He's staying in Lincoln. See, it's. I mean, it's. Look, he he really cares about the place. Um. That much is obvious, but he also, again, was just a defensive coordinator, you know. So, like to to give him an analyst job, I mean that that would require Whatever. swallowing a lot of pride. It's between that and going and being like a financial advisor or hosting the Friday Husker tailgate with me for him. I mean, so. I'm sure he could find a job given the the work that he did towards the end of this season. You don't think that he could find a job somewhere else? He's not. He said he's not. Oh, sorry. I thought maybe you. I thought you knew this. He said he's not leaving Lincoln. He's getting a he's getting a nine to five job if he gets fired. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, easy to say that again when you're in the midst of a season and it's coming to an end. It's another if a, if a different school is like, hey, I want you here. And he's like, oh, I don't well, know. Maybe I mean, I he, was, he, he did an interview. Like, and he what said if Fickle came calling and was like, hey, I want you to come and lead my defense at Wisconsin? You don't think he'd consider that? Maybe he would. I was just taking him by his word. He's been Pass the damn ball. Out. I don't know what we're arguing anymore. I don't either. I don't know what we're arguing anymore. About how many coaches will stay in the staff. <laughs> I think it's pretty clear. I think it's very clear. I think Whipple should stay, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about how to lose the fan base in five seconds. Oh, man. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. That would be rough. All right, well, what, I don't know, man. This has been we've got a lot of disagreement here today. Yeah. A lot, it's healthy. Disagreement is healthy. Embrace debate. Yeah. Embrace that's debate. What, hey, that's what the shows do. Right, but How about this have... Jeff Petroikas tweet, by the way? Badger's willing to pay up to $6 million per <laughs> year, according to a source. If they get Fickle <laughs> at $6 mil, no, holy no. shit. Okay, then I will get mad. Jeez, <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, that would be nuts, man. That would be absolutely What are nuts. they going to do? Give like a three-year contract at $6 million per year? That is the most Wisconsin-y thing ever. Yeah. Don't go there. Fickle, that's career suicide. Don't go there. I bet. Okay, here's my prediction. It will not be that low of a salary. That salary is just way too low. Way too low. Way too low. Hey, listen. Uh, Josh is still talking hard talk. Last time I had a disagreement with someone in the club, he was so wrong that he quit the club, and I was right. <laughs> yeah, Josh, don't quit the club. Uh, he, and, and by the way, guess what the argument was? 
Nebraska what? could Nebraska's offense be better than Iowa's offense? What happened? Hey, and it looks like Ball. you were right. Hey, you know what? Three words. Three words. Balls on accurate. I've got a yep. little bit of a reputation for being balls on accurate. So just I'm know. happy that you were right for the first time this year. It was good to see Jack. It was you know after after said, your ten and two prediction early on, it was nice for you to finally get one. Give right. me an er, give me you. an er, give me an early. I free to change it. But if I have to, uh, you have to say what you're going to make when we do you do your show, and you got to predict your your prediction for the year. What do you think it's going to be right now? You don't know the roster. You don't know year? anything. What do you think the most likely number will be that you predict? Probably four and eight or five and seven. God, you're the worst. You're the worst. I picked five and seven in each of the last two seasons, hey, and I was too hater, optimistic. Nebraska too optimistic. hater Josh Peterson. What a slog. Or am I the correct boy? What a more correct than another Jack Mitchell. slog in 2023. Well. Look, man, and maybe, maybe they pull off and an then upset maybe twenty twenty four. Maybe that's the year. Fun happens. Maybe hey, that's what I'm going to be I picking. Mean, I'm going to say twenty twenty three. Another bad year. Twenty twenty four is the year they get I'm back just to saying, a bowl. If you're that right, is what I would pick. If you're right, at some point I realize, hey, I'm not going to live forever. At some point, we yeah. got to start to have these things happen. Jack, okay? you're in your forties. You got plenty of time. Listen, who plenty knows? of time. Who knows? Plenty who knows? of time. Plenty of time. At this point. You're big, fine. Plenty of time. Okay. Big Joe says Big Ten West rank, coaching's ranking of today. One rule, big gap, two Bielema, three fickle. Whoa. Wow. Four Rome, wow. five everyone else besides Ferrets. Janine Norma's gap, Ferrets. <laughs> wow. That is uh, quite the take there. <laughs> quite the take. Um, <laughs> Sam says the reason. Uh, the, oh, God. Because he was very anti-monk. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, uh, a serious important question: Does the Monken, uh, does the Monken channel stay? I think we does should keep the, it around. I mean, the there, Monken... there's some people in here who who love talking about Army. Could we have, just have to have to could let we it just? Sit there. Is it okay? And Riss probably has a say in this because I did that for her originally. That's right. Yeah, because did, she didn't want to hear anybody yes, talking about Monken anymore. She was going to make you watch Hallmark Christmas movies, and I thought I could help you out, honestly, Josh. Uh-huh. By sort uh-huh. of quarantining some of the Monken content, um, and and uh, you know, is that going to be still be a problem for her? So you'll have to That's ask her question. in your private time. All right, I will. When I see her after work tonight, I'll I'll, I'll chat with her a little bit about this, and we'll come to an agreement on what we should do what, with the Monken. What does she board. want with the Monken channel? At very least, we archive. Many it. are asking. Many Maybe are we asking. need. Uh, don't some of these boards have like Hall of Fames or something or things that do you, they or like time? Yeah, I don't know. Something like interesting. That. Uh, by the way, I just saw this tweet, Jack, that I thought was really good. Uh, someone said to me, uh, this person named Kellen, if you thought the fan situation was bad for the potential Mickey isn't retained, wait till you see what the players and fans think of bypassing Leonard. Laugh my ass off. It's going to get rough in Madison for a while Ooh. i do wonder how the players Ooh. respond right like yeah. what's going to happen with the players because that they were open for, like did you hear they, the they really the ne- were all in on leonard being the guy did the, you the hear players the were the after the nebraska were? game they thought that game did it they thought they exactly. did it for him exactly so that will like and look here's the thing they're not hiring you know like when when Bo got fired and they hired you know uh, uh, Mike Riley. They're not hiring the equivalent of that. They're not hiring Bill Callahan after Frank Silas. They're hiring a real well-known coach and a guy who just took a team to the playoff who's coaching the Big Ten before. Like, they're hiring a big name. That said, there's still going to be players who are like, I came here to play for Leonard or I wanted to continue playing for Leonard yeah. and they won't be able Good. to anymore. And, and how are they going to feel about that? Because, look, w- again, we're debating if Mickey's going to be around. I don't think there is any debate on if Jim Leonard will be around. I think he is 100% gone. Check the 100%. board. Check the check the chat. Mickey's going to Tulane. Uh so Tulane? Willie Fritz wow. just well Willie Willie Fritz apparently is to going to Georgia Tech. So Tulane oh. will be open. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Interesting. Uh Tula- Mickey would ha- wouldn't Mickey have to be on Tulane's board? Absolutely. 100%. You think so? For head coach? Do you not think so? I just I just wonder how much we're overreacting to like a couple of good vibes that we've gotten from him over the it's last. It's also Tulane, you know? like, though. It's also Tulane, and he's so. Yeah, but Jack Tulane is two, ten and two. Like they're on their way towards a nice bowl. I don't know. All right. I mean, Arizona. I just wonder if we're Sean Callahan told me Arizona State wanted him. No, I look. I heard that from a lot of people, and they hired a thirty-two-year-old. Well, look at the, okay. Here's they the hired a Gen Zer hey. basically. He's barely a millennial anymore. Yeah, look at the uh, tweet that – sorry, it scrolled up. I don't know who posted it. That tweet, that Wisconsin one. 
Husker for the MU. Wisconsin one? Oh, boy. Yeah. It's not sure be, if Thamel's report fun there. Not sure if Thamel's report is accurate because it goes against everything I've heard from people I trust. But if McIntosh changes course and does not hire Leonard, I will consider not renewing my tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Nice to see nice That's to see awesome. other coaches or That's other other awesome. fan bases lose let, their mind. Yes, let Wisconsin be what we've been for the last ten years. It'd be pretty Please. nice. It'd be pretty nice. Please pretty nice. that would be good. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Husker Shrim, you that asshole will renew his tickets. Yeah, no I'm kidding. Hundred percent and definitely yeah. will. Yeah. What's he? Oh my gosh, the search wasn't what I wanted it to be, but we ended up with Luke Fickle. Yeah. Cry me a river. Like we read that Jeez. and we're like, oh man, things sound bad, but you know, there's. I mean, you can imagine a billion tweets similar to that, reacting to things that happen. At yeah, Nebraska, look, right? if when the news comes out that Mickey Joseph is moving on, people are going to lose their shit. It's not going to be fun for like five minutes, yeah. if not five days. It's going to be a rough time, but you know. Then they'll get like they'll sign a real good player this offseason and people are like, oh my gosh, maybe the staff is okay at recruiting. It'll be fine. All right. With NFL starting, I will just uh summarize. Uh I am trying, I am if if it is true that Fickle's going to Wisconsin, I'm trying to stay positive about everything, but I'm still disappointed that Wisconsin isn't going down a bad path that I think Iowa is going down. Uh, yeah, real quick, Jack. Let me. I'll ask you that poll question that I asked earlier. Okay. What what better describes you? Are you more disappointed because you wanted Luke Fickle, or are you more disappointed because you wanted Wisconsin to have a first time head coach? Um, it's hard because if you got Fickle, both of those things would have been taken care of, um, for sure. But like, which one is upsetting you more? I, honestly, it's it's that it's the it's the first one. It's that it's that Wisconsin is getting him. It's that it's okay. that they're not going to go with a first time head coach because Same. I think That's, they because I do yeah. think they were teetering. I do think yeah. they were teetering. Hey, Josh points it out. Wisconsin made grab rule. Yeah, what if that's the scenario here that Nebraska Maybe. could have gotten fickle and Wisconsin could have had rule. I don't know. It's it's not like I know for sure. It's, you know, I preferred fickle of the two, but I don't think yeah. one is great and one is terrible. I, yeah. I just think fickle had a longer a longer, uh, re, a longer resume of success in college football. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Personality-wise, all of the things, who interviewed better, all anything beyond that, I don't necessarily have a strong opinion on that. Was straight based on the Wikipedia page, so, so yeah. Uh, also, Huskers for you wants to know if we can spend thirty seconds together laughing at Iowa. Yeah, no kidding. We didn't even get to. We didn't even get to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I think we kind of did in that. Like, when I said, I don't know what that program's future is exactly. Like, yeah, I don't know what the look. Blu- I, I, I don't know what the blueprint for their future is. I should say. Yeah, I'm bummed that yesterday, like, in hindsight, I wish that we would have done, like, a 7 o'clock show in the morning. It would have been super early, but it would have been nice just to talk it out a little bit more. But I got to watch that game. We talked about it on Friday. I got to watch that game with my best friends in the whole world, uh, all of the significant others, a bunch of kids running around being super loud. It was it was a real enjoyable experience, and it reminded me of watching games, watching Nebraska games growing up and how, you know, so often now I'll watch games alone and then I'll go to the station and I'll watch them with a couple of people and, you know, w- rooting for them in a different way than I used to. Friday was so much fun because I got to root for them again like I did when I was a kid. It was so much fun. Yeah. I had an absolute blast. Also, it's just hysterical to think of Iowa's season being ruined by this program that they thought they had owned. <laughs> and now they have lo- they lost to that team, the team that has been so bad this year, and they just beat them. It's oh. just so hysterical. And, and, and in the way that they did it, by just – giving up gobs of yards and making special teams mistakes was so mm-hmm. wonderful. It was mm. the only thing I regret is Nebraska couldn't have hung on and made it just a blowout. And had they not, I gotten, know. had they not I gotten know. super conservative, I still think they could have passed on them. I really do. Um, yeah. Iowa was in, I mean, that passing game was looking, those guys could, they couldn't cover them. They were having big time pro and the offensive line was doing just enough for the most part to allow Gosh. that to happen. So it was, it was a gosh. And then Twitter afterwards, what a delight. I mean, oh, absolutely. Oh, the, my dude, I am still getting, I'm still getting a bunch of butt hurt Iowa fans responding to me. Still. Oh, yeah. Well, how much, did you have this saved in your mentions for the last eight years? No, I didn't have this saved. I just wanted to make fun of you off the top of my head, you dorks. That Hawkeye Chronicle guy who thought he was breaking the whole uh, Brendan Stye thing on my Friday Husker Tailgate show. Did you see that tweet that? Freezing oh yeah, how he's going to delete his account? Yeah, he's he said he was going to delete his account, and I, you know, that guy was so obs- he was the one who was so obsessed with the sty thing on my show, um, and was putting it out constantly. Um, yeah, there was it was, 
It was a fun few hours afterwards. And I woke up in the morning. I read every newspaper article I could get my hands on afterwards. And Great times. Looked at all the pictures of him celebrating uh, with Garrett Nelson, who you guys hate. So it was great. It was great. Lovely times. Just lovely. All right. All right. That's it. Uh, back to we'll do Monday night. And and Josh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you still want to do the show or uh, whenever? It doesn't have to be Monday night, but where you put together where you kind of think is your putting pieces together timeline of what you think really happened. You said yeah, you yeah. Let's 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 table that. Maybe do that sometime in like the middle of December. Now that you know that we know who they got, you know, I'm going to ask around and see kind of what unfolded over the last you know few weeks. And and yeah, we can put that. Oh together yeah, that'll be the night for... of the rule presser. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Monday. So we'll have the rule presser oh, yeah. tomorrow to yeah, react yeah, yeah. to, and we can talk more about him and and stuff. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. Great. All right. So rule presser reaction starting at halftime of Monday Night Football. I can't remember who Monday Night Football is. Oh, it's right a bad now. game. It's Colts Steelers. Oh, it's so bad. That's right. Yeah. It's so yeah, not bad. Not very good. Not very good. All right. So we not won't be distracted by. No, not at all. Bad. Not at all. All right. Uh, anything we need to say to the podcasters before we say goodbye? Any reminders? No. Uh, appreciate everyone becoming a patron. Uh, we are putting this on the free feed, too. So if you want to become a patron, uh, go to patreon.com slash ID club. We are now, as of this recording, one hand away, one hand away from 100 patrons. We are sitting at 95 right now. There has uh, been a huge uptick recently. We appreciate everyone for joining in. You, you do not want to miss it. We have some fun ideas for the offseason. Um, but the Saturday morning coffee show are, are, are bread and butter, unless a coach is uh, hired and Josh has to do work for three hours. I was that is the bread here. and butter. That thing ain't going away. Yeah, I was sitting down here ready to start the show, and I saw that, and then, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I yeah. was in my chair ready to start Saturday morning coffee, and, yeah, crazy. The other thing we need to do, Josh, is – and we don't have to do it right now. Maybe we discuss it on the boards or whatever, or, and people are laughing at me. I call it the boards. The channels. We talk, call it on the channels. Uh, when we have our when we have our Friday Husk – or our, uh, our I-80 Club Bull Night. When do we have our I-80 Club Bull Night where we watch old bulls? And do it oh, be yeah, kind, yeah, yeah, be yeah. Kind, and and Riz had an idea style. earlier. Maybe maybe do a little uh, Be Kind Husker Rewind Matt Rule edition and, and watch a game or two of his. We, get, uh, we should do that in the Baylor. spring. We should do that or in the in the winter when we have nothing We have nothing when to do. When we have nothing to do? Yeah. Yeah. That would be good. That sounds awesome. Maybe we just do a – maybe we do a, a series of those, actually. That might be sort of interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we could do some Temple games. We could do some Baylor games. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun. But, yeah, so so we uh, we're going to have a night where we do – I don't know if we'll do it just one night in a couple of games or how we'll do it, but with no bowl again this year, we're having I-80 Club Bowl night. We want you to get it on your calendar, get your popcorn ready, everything like that. We're going to watch uh, at least one Nebraska Bowl game, maybe a couple of them, Be Kind Husker Rewind style. If you're, There's a lot of people who have joined since they and probably don't even know what Be Kind Husker Rewind is, uh, but that's where Josh and I put a an old game on that you can watch along with us, and we – you know, turn down the commentary, and we basically commentate the entire thing, discuss it, react to it, uh, have fun during it. So we're going to do that with a couple of bowls. We'll take your ideas. We've had some ideas on which bowl we do already. I don't know what we're going to end up with. I'm open to whatever, Josh, on this whole thing. Probably not one of the – I mean, we've already done, you know, the everybody's seen the Nebraska-Miami game, the Nebraska – Yeah, we want to do some deep cuts. We want to do some deep cuts. Uh, you know, and do some games that, you know, that people don't watch all the time. So yeah, give us some ideas. We have a, we have nine months now of off season. And I think we'll, we'll start doing be kind Husker rewind a lot more regular than, you know, I mean, the last time we did it was in August. And so we'll, we'll do them more regular. I'm trying to uh, think of some random, like fun, some like random fun ones that are out there. There's been, there's been so many losses, like even there haven't been that many wins in the recent. Well, here's one. I think the 20 and see the problem is some of these games, uh, on YouTube are just really long. But one of my favorite random games is Nebraska-Michigan State in 2012. Uh, I think that game is the personification of the Taylor Martinez era. He was, like, really good in that game, and the reason they won. He was also really bad in that game at times, and the reason they almost lost. Uh, but that game is a blast. But the problem is, I'm looking at it on YouTube, The only there are two versions. One is a 6-minute and 40-second highlight, and then the other is... Two hours and fifty one minutes with all the commercials so, in and stuff, probably. Yeah, so there's like no in between. So that's that's the problem with something like that. Decon says the two thousand five Alamo Bowl. We have done that one. That one is in the archives somewhere when Nebraska beat Michigan. If we, we have that somewhere, yeah, there. Yeah, I think we have uh, some of that one might be on YouTube. That might have been one that we actually did get up on YouTube. I can't remember exactly. 
Yeah, and then yeah. you go back further than that. You know, they lost to Mississippi. Oh, we did talk about the Gator Bowl, the, the Gator Bowl in 2000, the 08 season, the 09 Gator one. Bowl. That's Let's do that. One. I haven't I like rewatched that, one, that game Josh. in years. That That's the Clemson one, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Another fun yep. one might be that Arizona one uh, after when they absolutely killed them. Uh, might be kind of fun. Would have been. Oh, that'd be a good time. Yeah. Th- they sure. won that one if you don't want to go yeah. back too far. You can go 2000 Northwestern if you wanted to. Um, you could go, what, the Virginia Tech, the Damon Bennett game against Virginia Tech. I, oh, way, way back in the day. Yeah. 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 88 Fiesta versus Dion. Wow. I don't know. So. Yeah, we just need to first pick a date uh, where we can do that and maybe a little bit of an extended time. So, Cliff's on the last hour. <laughs> Biff's asking for Cliff's notes. I started to summarize it. Cliff's on the last hour. I tried not to be disappointed about Wisconsin probably getting fickle, number one. Number two, I was trying to be high on this year, some of this year's defense coming back. I got rebuffed by a lot of people. Then we started fighting about Malcolm Hartsog. Yeah, Jack thinks that Malcolm Hartsog uh, Biff is going to go to the SEC. I believe he's going to have transfer offers from the SEC. He's going to Bama or something to help him win a natty. I just said that. He could go to Vanderbilt, by the way. That would be really just, weird. You could that go to Kentucky. Really weird. You don't know that. Yeah. I said a conference. I didn't say a team. Just for the That's true. Just That's for the true. record. I'm such a hater. Uh and then Josh went and said how next year the, the, I shouldn't get too excited about them getting to a bowl again and I said that was stupid. So Yeah, just don't just don't put that on the season. It's November and they just went four and eight again. Like don't put that expectation well, I on next leave, season but, already or you're gonna be so mad. Hey, I wanted to do the goodbye, but Biff asked for a Cliff's notes here, so I'm giving it to him. Yeah. All right, I'm leaving now. Ah, Deacon, one-fourth of this has been the Midwestern. Yeah, I know. I, I agree. All right. We're we do this every week. Hey, you you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang no, up. You hang up. All, right, All right, so we're back. So, again, patreon.com slash Club. We're back on Monday night. Uh, the schedule is, for the most part, still going to be relatively the same, right, Jack, in coming Monday, weeks. We'll still Saturday do Saturday mornings. morning. And we'll still do Monday nights. It's just kind of figuring out where to put that third episode. But we're going to have some hoop stuff as well, which is crazy. Jack wants to do a post-game show about that god-awful team. But yeah, we're going to be here suck, for you. If they suck, I don't want to. If they okay, absolutely cool. suck, Okay, so we'll stop doing do that, that in like three weeks. Uh, if they absolutely suck, I can't do that. So we'll have to figure yeah. out something else. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we have some ideas. Jack and I just got to plan some stuff behind the scenes. But we do have some fun ideas for what the offseason will bring. And maybe finally start getting some other voices to join us. Hey. As well, and and, and talk about. Sorry, all sorts I'm doing of stuff. it again. Who won the coaching search contest? Is it? Oh, it, uh, who had? Who know. had Saturday? Uh, on our on our thread. All right, let me open up. Did that up end up the, being Stu Manji? All right, it, here we are. We had three people. Three people pick Matt Rule, uh, Furls, uh, Dan, and Stu Manji. Uh, yeah, Sumanji said rule with a press release on Saturday. Oh. The other guy said various reporters, but on Sunday, no, Sumanji wins it. Congrats to Stu Manji. I got to order him a free mug, and I forgot to make my Black Friday order. So, Oh, no. Yeah, we had all sorts of deals and specials. Yeah. All right. Check out the merch thing. You can still get – there's still good deals on there all the time. I'll find the schedule on that. All right, goodbye, podcast. Nice. Bye.